0: Welcome to Living a Sex-Positive Life, where we can guarantee the topic will be about sex. We'll talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures, the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and just talk about that touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna.
1: You're offline. Okay. I'm Angelique Luna, and this is my co-host and husband, John C. Luna.
0: Hello, everybody.
1: Okay, so we decided to do an impromptu post-orgasmic podcast, just to scientifically prove your brain after an orgasm.
0: (laughs) Yes, we're pushing our... uh, Journalistic is not the word, but maybe it is. (laughs) Our professional integrity here, (laughs) because... Most of the sex uh, podcast and TV shows have, um, how would you put it? A very planned scene. There's people on the couch. Their mics are hooked up. They're talking. Even on a porn set, there's the mic boom. A
1: professional porn set. Professional because, yeah, porn be, set. Because you also have the uh, cam, cammy, which I, I was like, okay, maybe we should do that. Because we were having way too much fun. Well, Sorry, this is me after an orgasm. I am a giggler. That is a disclaimer. Anytime I play with new partners, I'm a giggler after having... New
0: partners? Like, Anytime you have a good orgasm, <laughs> you giggle.
1: Right, but I have to put the disclaimer out there because then they give me this weird look and i was like did i do something wrong i'm like well
0: i do recall we did swap with a couple once and afterwards you dropped into this giggle stage because he did a good job
1: oh my he made me squirt too that's why i
0: remember i remember that and when you dropped into a giggle stage it made him so uneasy because he didn't know what to make of it. I'm sure, I mean, this guy was, was good looking, very muscular, um, in his 30s. Oh, yeah. And after about a minute of giggling, I think you reduced him to a child because he thought you were laughing at him. And I had to go, no, 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 no. Her giggling means you've done a good job. And then he's like... Oh, and he got this big smile on his face, like, I've done good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we had to resecure his masculinity by saying, me giggling, uncontrolled babies, that it was an awesome orgasm. But we did it twice this morning. It was fucking hot, so. <laughs>
0: so, th- th- this is our unplanned Sunday morning uh, <laughs> uh, of laying in bed and enjoying our sexuality. But that actually brings up a good topic. Different people react. After an orgasm differently.
1: Right. I actually knew a girl who cried after a good orgasm. I. I that
0: would make me uneasy.
1: <laughs> but it, it, but it, like, my giggling made that other guy uneasy. I mean, yes, I understand. But that's why you need to know your post-orgasmic self. So, that way you can't put those disclaimers like, I'm a giggler, you know, or I'm a crier. <laughs> it's not well,
0: I got to say, my, my post-orgasmic is one of two things. <laughs> nap or flight.
1: <laughs> uh, mostly which, nap.
0: But this... Well, well it, it, it depends, especially on the quickies. It's either we're done, five seconds later, it's like, okay, off to the races. We're go. Wash up. Get going. Or, as you know, I, I have a tendency of comfortably, I, I fold my hands, which you say looks like I, I'm like sitting in – if I was sitting in a coffin, you look like I'm, re- I'm ready to die there. But I fo- I fold my fingers together as if, I don't know, it, it, it's a Catholic grade school thing. And and I literally just fall asleep and start snoring.
1: True, true. Yes, 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 you do. That's the times. But then, see, some quickies with me, it's like a five-hour energy drink. I'm like, okay, cool, quickie, I'm ready to go. I'm wide awake. And I'm like –
0: uh, which which actually brings us to a predicament, extremely because I, I I'm one of those people that um, I do get up early. Usually, <laughs> I get going, but when I hit my wall, and sometimes my wall might be early as eleven, sometimes even ten, I'm done. So when we come to bed, I, I I'm exhausted, and you sometimes initiate sex, yes, and we have it. And as soon as I'm done, I'm out and you are wired. And then the next morning you're sleeping and I'm like, Come on, let's get up. She's like, I didn't sleep till four go to sleep till four AM Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes you can be out of tune with your partner.
1: Right. And I know it's like one of the radio stations we're talking about scheduling sex. You know, like you always look forward to it and everything. Um we've never scheduled sex.
0: No, we have. Here and there, um, not too far in advance. It's not like, what are you doing next Thursday on the uh, 31st? But um,
1: but we don't say like every Sunday we're having sex.
0: No, no, it's not a regular schedule. Right,
1: right, right. But, that, that's what they were talking about, like a regular schedule. Like, okay, every Sunday or every, it's like.
0: But I do believe there's merit to scheduling sex because, you know, sometimes you come into bed and being the 21st century, one of us has an iPhone or iPad out. So you kind of sit there and you you touch their arm, you kind of get cuddly while your partner is playing a game and maybe he's at, you know, whatever, a level or he's reading an interesting, he or she's reading an interesting article. So you kind of go, okay, they're not interested. And then you turn over and you start getting into sleep mode and they're done with the game and like, yes, triumphed. And now they want to start sex and you're in the opposite mode of going to sleep.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's the hardest part having technology in the bed there. Because actually, a photographer took a photo of a couple of couples in bed and then just removed the phones and the tablets and it made it seem like they were fighting with each other and they didn't want to be with each other. But in reality, they were just on their phones.
0: Probably made it look very cold and awkward.
1: Right, they did. The photos were amazing. I was just like, damn. I'm like, okay. And we're trying, between the two of us. We're no angels or saints or preaching to the choir. We are definitely trying to do that. You know, less technology in the bed. Except for now, we just wanted to do a post-coitus <laughs> broadcast to let you know, like, what the reactions are. Is that love, life, fluffy?
0: <laughs> but the whole point of, of scheduling it and being forward... It, it,
1: it is it looking forward. It is
0: yeah. Well, it is sometimes needed to go ahead and, you know... Pull out the flag, do this declaration, okay, I'm in the mood, are we having sex or not? Because I'm either A, getting very excited and this is going to get hot, or I'm going to sleep. And you need to make that, okay, if you need five minutes, I get it, in five minutes we're we're, going to have sex. But when you don't communicate that and you end up with this, okay, I've been hot and horny and I got a boner drilling through the bottom of this mattress...
1: Or my pussy's um, wet as can be, and I'm fucking hot and horny, and I want to fuck you. And yep. we're not looking at cooperation here. It's like, but then again, we always just between us. I don't know about you guys out there listening. Thank you for listening. You know we do have miscommunication issues on. Okay, who's initiating sex? What's romantic? What are we doing? You know, it's like okay. It's like, well, it's, do do I say like a friggin' you know McDonald's order? I would like you to fist me and bite my titties and fuck me right now. Is that what we have to do?
0: <laughs> to extent, sometimes yes. You, uh, I think both of us need to be that blunt. Uh, couples need to be that blunt, especially when they're asking for stuff. You know, out of the ordinary. Um, anal is one of those things. That for most of us, most couples, we don't do it every day just because there's, you know, biological reasons. Uh, I know I like to clean out and you like to, to clean out and take some prep time. And that may, you know, have to start an hour or two before the sex. Mm-hmm. So And
1: also careful what you eat during the day if you're planning to have anal sex. Because if you're like in this healthy diet and you eat your green veggies, oh yeah, forget about anal sex later on. That That's just not going to well, happen. It,
0: it definitely depends, I think, on the person with that. Right, right. I found a very interesting discussion, and I think it went like 50 comments on FetLife about um, are there anal dietary restrictions? Oh, you missed that article. Yep. It was very interesting because I actually quoted. Um, Someone we interviewed uh, was Andrea, Sh- I can't remember her name. We she-
1: haven't we didn't interviewed interview her. We haven't interviewed her. But we did but go you to her t- workshop. You did go to her workshop. I went to another. It's like it's one of those, like, you got to split up workshops. Yeah.
0: Well, she made a very interesting point, and uh, I'm sorry I'm not giving your full name when I'm quoting you. But um, she said that she, she does a lot of anal and porn, and she does not eat 24 hours or longer before the scene. Which is interesting, because put that together with, the scenes are usually cold, and there's at least six other people in the room. Right. So at the end of the scene, you're freezing, you're starving, the you know, post-sex dropping is probably the last thing on your mind. You're like, get me goddamn McDonald's and a blanket.
1: (laughs) That's very true, because, again, oftentimes we forget porn... Uh, is entertainment. There is a lot of prep. There's a lot of things going on. It's not like spontaneous here. And also trying to do some of those positions. If you're not doing any kind of flexible exercise, there's no way you're going to do it. Yoga is your best friend if you want to do some of the poses that they do on the uh, porn films. I'm sorry. I've seen some of the porn actresses' workouts. I was like, damn!
0: Well, that's something we definitely need. And that would be uh, the strip clubs in the area and uh, all over the nation for a while were doing classes for pole dancing.
1: Oh, they still do here and, in yeah, Orlando. They,
0: they still do, but I, w- I think they should go ahead and have uh, yoga, yoga for sex. Yeah. And there should be workouts for sex. And I would definitely sign up to watch a, a, a porn actress or actor show us his regimen. Because those questions would be fantastic. Okay, so when you're doing DP, who does a lot of DP? Who wants to do a lot of DP? Okay, you need to get down. So do your squats and get down really, really deep. Right. You know, that, that may be a little more motivating than, okay, nine, eight, two more. Pump it, pump it. I'm like, no. If they turned around and actually said, do you want DP? Do you want to do DP or not? Good. Now do five, four be a little more motivating
1: exactly we should get that book that came out i know dr jessel riley had it sexercise
0: sexercise i love exercise
1: it tells you um exercise that you could do to be a better equipped or better fit sorry better fit for sex
0: and and by by the way by fit we don't mean skinny
1: yes no 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 we don't mean
0: anorexic we don't mean tiny little people there are healthy exercises and stretches for, for all, people of all sizes.
1: All shapes, sizes, all beauty there. So don't, don't give me this crap that you got to be like, you know, 115 pounds in order to do some of the stuff. Oh, no. No, you don't. You just need to be flexible. I mean, there are some amazing yoga people that I know and they're on the plus side and they do better frigging crow poses than I can. I was like, damn, how do you do that? it is crow is very difficult it's one of my bucket lists to do by the end of this year try to do crow and the whole thing is with a yoga crow pose you have to have your inner thighs and your quads but um strong enough to hold your body because when you see the pose you think you're holding your arms is holding your entire body when in reality it is your quads and your core holding your body sideways
0: well, once, once we actually finish with the podcast and get a, perhaps a little food in us, it will be off to the gym and it's leg day, so convenient.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we have to work more on uh, lunges. We haven't done any lunges. That's what we got to do.
0: We can do lunges today. Yes,
1: lunges is good there. I know, sorry, we digressed there because we're just thinking of healthy ways on um, how to better improve uh, the sex quality. <laughs> but we still have post-sex
0: sex brain. Yes.
1: So, yes uh, so it's not
0: quite thinking as clearly. Neither one of us have our contacts in <laughs> yet.
1: I'm kind of sitting here holding
0: the phone while we are uh, uh, doing this podcast.
1: So. Yeah, I guess we should start having our little uh, equipment so we could stand it up there. <laughs> it, it's an you know, impromptu podcast. We just thought, hey, let's have some more fun with this podcast. You well, know? there's
0: lots of things to have in the bedroom just in case. You know, the bottle of water, maybe a little aspirin, you know, just, just.
1: Ibuprofen. Perhaps. Total lube. Lube everywhere. Lube's got to be on both sides. (laughs) Yes, yes. But,
0: you know, it's very rare to be in the position of, oh, crap, I forgot my mic set up. I need to keep (laughs) one of those next to the bed.
1: (laughs) Oh. Oh, yeah. Yes, water is the essential. And then sometimes snacks. You do need to have some snacks.
0: Yes, we, we, we have coined the acronym PSM
1: Post Sex Munchies. <laughs>
0: and we recommend going on a date. You go out to eat. Make sure, you know, don't eat the whole meal. Never, never, never be a pig on that. But it's more than that. Get those leftovers, put them in the fridge, go have your amazing sex. And then straight to the microwave, because at that point your thirty seconds is almost too long to wait to get food in your body after a great orgasm, and you otherwise you end up eating like what the child's Pop Tarts, and um, those are not satisfying.
1: Oh no! But we always get satisfying with chips and salsa or chips and queso. That's always good. Mm. <laughs> We've had that lots of times, or artichoke dip. We haven't had that in a while spinach and artichoke yummy with chips
0: (laughs) yeah so Uh, be sure to eat healthy before take some food home play do the activities and then have your psm
1: yes definitely psm there but i know we should have done this for uh national masturbation month we're behind the curve May, may was a little bit more chaotic for us than we anticipated and June's about the same.
0: (laughs) Let's see. We went from Fringe Festival directly into Gay Days down here, Pride Festival. And we get a week off, and then we're off to Vegas for ASAC.
1: Yeah, but please do not confuse Pride Festival and Gay Days. Because here in Orlando, June is Gay Days. Okay. And then in September, it's Pride Festival.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So we do have September, or October. I think it's, I can't remember, but there is a Pride Festival, Pride Day, here. But it's like either September or October. But we'll research it and probably correct it, but I know there is a difference. So this is Gay Days, which is a actually an organization that organizes everything.
0: Huh. I was just going off of the signs I had seen and the advertisements during the week. And some did say Gay Days, and while others called it um, the Orlando Pride Festival... Okay. And as usual, I'm trying to get the politically correct term.
1: Right. Um,
0: because I made a faux pas. I made a post. Yes. And I used the term top and bottom. Now, being in the BDSM community, it just refers to who's the more dominant and who's the more submissive. And the way I used the phrase was um, it doesn't matter um, the sex. There's always a top and a bottom in a relationship, even just at a slight psychological level. Well, it apparently got misinterpreted.
1: Big time. Big because time. Because
0: they assumed top meant male and gay or male and straight and came out and said, "Well, why isn't why can't it be two women?" I'm like I don't I don't know why can't it be two women. And uh, we got a lot of feedback on that one Right. So.
1: And I can't remember what uh, they held on I have to look it up now because they they said a specific jargon on that
0: but the point was i was trying to be gender um considerate in that to include all genders because um in in my again coming from a uh the bdsm community or the king community to say a bottom or top um that can be two women that can be two men that can be man a trans a trans person um it could be anyone from the LGBT or vanilla community, um, any two of them. It doesn't matter. It wasn't any reference to penetration. Um, we even reference a top and a bottom when we do roping, you know, shabari. And it means the roper and the one being roped. It doesn't mean anything about penetration. But there was some confusion, and I yeah. understand. I was um, not quite offended by it I mean when I first read it I felt like I was being attacked and then I'm like oh okay you think I meant it this way you you are also meaning the people that were, were, were kind of going at me um, not knowledgeable about the terms I was using they made an assumption and um, I think in the end we did we clear it up I think we kind of did but yeah way. we did
1: we did the whole it, it was based on a whole different article altogether and it's just like again we're not here to really make anyone feel uncomfortable we as as we said at the beginning of our podcast and we'll probably continue putting this disclaimer we are here to teach as well as to learn there is so much going on it's so hard to keep up with some of the information it changes on a daily basis i mean we went to a workshop to how to become a better lgbt um ally to the community, and they even admit it. It's very difficult to keep up because words that they use a couple of months ago, it's now considered derogatory, and then a few months later it's accepted. So again, don't judge us. We're trying. We're only human. We're not saying we're perfect either, but we're willing to learn and admit. I'm like, oops, sorry, we made a mistake. Thanks for correcting it. I mean, I do it all the time. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but thank you for correcting me. I do... Thank them. Uh,
0: I I did appreciate their comments. I mean, in Mm -hmm. the end, we were able to educate some people on some terminology. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also went to that um, LGBT, uh, what was it, Alliance? Friend? Yeah. Advocate, Um, which I definitely, uh, it's a group I definitely support and identify with. Mm -hmm. But one of the things they came up with uh, as going through all these different terms was the word uh, transvestite. And we were told not to use it. It's outdated. And I can't say I ever remember using that term except for one case, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I yes. went, I don't think I can stop using it in that term. But I guess the, the rules apply differently when it comes to the arts. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that that's how, um, what do they say, words may be faux pas. Uh-huh. But in certain groups, when they're talking about themselves, it has become okay. We've seen that in uh, the gay community. Uh-huh. Um, when I'm with a, a, a bunch of my friends, and um, they would say we get a little alcohol in, in us. Um, I have a few that they call themselves loudmouth fags. And I'm like, "Oh, okay. okay. I would never say that word out loud, even hanging with them, even being bisexual, just because I'm told it's done, it, it's sort of like the N-word.
1: Right, you, right. You, you
0: know, I guess, I guess there's terms, times when you could go ahead and say it and yell it out, and it's considered acceptable, but, I don't know, I'm a little more conservative in the fact that I don't want to offend people.
1: Right, right. And,
0: and, and you're, well, you're much cuter than me, so...
1: Oh, yeah, a little, just because I have boobies, that's it.
0: <laughs> but you're so cute, too. But when you yeah. go ahead and say stuff, people kind of assume you mean it right. Right. And I got to say, when I go ahead and sometimes say stuff, I get this weird look like at Gay Days, I was talking with a guy and it was at a club and it was loud. Three of us were.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And he's like, I I understand you're not into me. And I'm like, what made you think that? I was actually kind of into you. I'm just, it's so loud. I really can't hear what anyone's saying because I'm kind of deaf in one ear.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And he's like, oh, well, that makes more sense. (laughs) <laughs> and then he got friendly he's like but before that he goes I didn't think you were into me at all he goes I thought you were kind of mad at me for talking to your wife I'm like oh hell no oh
1: hell no and I was on the opposite I was trying to pimp him out and then at the it's like somewhere in the conversation he put his hands down in my uh, John's pants and next thing you know it's like oh I'm like yeah Italian Stallion Italian's definitely LA. it's <laughs> like <laughs> yes I do pimp up my husband as much as possible So that way I know he gets a lot of love and attention and affection. So.
0: (laughs) Well, like you said, we have an open relationship. We are consensual. And we are safe. And Mm -hmm. that's a secret to to our happiness. One of the secrets.
1: One. One of the many. many.
0: There's many of them. Yeah. So.
1: You know, communication is always a big one on that. You know, because even... Now we we are still going through the communication phase. That's why I said it. It's at like the beginning of this podcast. It's like, okay, who initiates sex? Do I initiate? Do you initiate it? How do we say it? Do we like I want two la <laughs> two blow <jobs laughs> and a hand job I mean
0: <laughs> I don't know i I always liked um for those of you who remember kids in the hall,
1: oh my God, there was
0: a scene. <laughs> Where they're negotiating, and obviously they couldn't say sex, but the date right, and their lawyers just like come out of the woodwork and sit down in front of them in front of the man and the woman that they happen to be, and they start going into the okay, so we're negotiating possible sexual contact and oral genital contact within the first two hours of the date, and of course the man woman's like, hell no, we are we demand." We demand uh, not only just a second date, but we need to be dressed up. And it starts going back and forth, and it just gets hysterical that it turns into, like, this corporate merger discussion on the first date. Lawyers and all.
1: Wow. That takes it to a whole new level there.
0: (laughs) I'll have your people call my lawyer, and then they'll talk about possible sexual interactions.
1: Now, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, people who enter BDSM contracts do that, too. It's like, okay, let's get the lawyers out here.
0: (laughs) No, but I could see a third party getting involved in that.
1: Well, yeah, that's definitely, well, that's where a lot of our kink therapists, we do, we go in there, and we're the third party, and we sit down, and we negotiate the terms and conditions there. So, yeah, so we're kind of like lawyers then at that point if we need to, like. Mediators. Mediators, yes, definitely mediators there. Yes, and it it does get interesting when you're trying to negotiate. It's like, okay, I'll raise your two paddle slappings with a silicone paddle to one night a full roping shibari. (laughs) Uh. you got to get creative here, people. It's like, ah.
0: But I I, I think, considering our neighbor has pulled out the lawnmower, we're, we're just about coming to the end. Of our impromptu cast.
1: Oh no! Who cares? I think he just kind of probably came out because uh, the the loud screaming. It's like I'm actually surprised the child hasn't come over and asking what the hell happened.
0: (laughs) Thank God, our bedroom's at the other end of the house. But yes,
1: yes. Sometimes
0: you can be um, Uh, very vocal. Quite vocal. Vocal.
1: (laughs) But yes, making uh, rational, intelligent decisions other than food. After her post-coitus, yeah, I don't think any other.
0: <laughs> you know, there should be a label on some underwear, you know. Do not operate heavy machinery after riding this ass.
1: <laughs> yes, especially some of the uh, lingerie Ooh. lines, yeah.
0: Actually, that'd be a great tattoo.
1: <laughs> right on your ass. Right here. on your
0: ass. Do not operate right. heavy machinery after riding.
1: <laughs> Instead of a tram stamp, we're going to put a disclaimer. <laughs>
0: Well, with how uh, insane Gay Days did get, and our health, and other things that went on, I didn't get my tattoo, but it is still on my to-do list. Right. So I definitely will be getting that at some point.
1: Yes, we definitely do, yes. I I mean, it it was insane, the number of people in Orlando this weekend for Gay Days. It was 180,000, 180,000 people here. In the Orlando area. Took over all the theme parks, the water parks, parties to galore.
0: Considering the events, the hotels, the plane fare, the food. Um, this is literally tens of millions of dollars of revenue generated by this...
1: Uh, one-week event. event. One it's one-week week week event, yeah. Tens
0: yep. of millions. Yep. So, and yeah, it definitely turns parts of this town upside down.
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: because if you go down to an area called I Drive, where the hosting hotel is, uh, it's completely sold out. Probably six months before the event, and then the neighboring hotels start getting sold out, and then the outskirts. Um, let's see, the the gay resorts. We do have a gay resort uh, named the Parliament House. Parliament
1: it's, House, yeah, which
0: is 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 unique. Is the best way I can put it. I've never seen a place like that where it has the hotel and the bars and the stage and the the comedy club well
1: it's similar if you go to like all the all-inclusive resorts down like in mexico and desire even uh what do you call it um what's our place that we go down uh caliente yes they have similar stuff like that so i mean maybe once back in the day it was considered an all-inclusive but it is like a regular resort
0: i won't say it's it's as Uh, upscale no it's not it's It's not
1: no 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 it's not it's a moderate to low end resort there i mean it's basically your your party bar resort that's the best way to explain it
0: it's the carnival of the cruise lines
1: yes yes that's
0: the the best way to put it the boat's not the boat's not gonna sink but don't expect to have a relaxing quiet evening in your room (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, there's nothing quiet or relaxing at that place, uh, especially on the weekend. Maybe on a Monday or a Tuesday if they don't have anything going on, but that's pretty much it there. But yeah, they have a nice little stage. They even have a stage outdoors and, uh what do you call it, uh, they had Debbie Gibson this weekend, Macy Gray was yesterday, tonight is Carrie Hilston, so they get some heavy hitters over there. So there's still some parties going on tonight, so we'll see what happens. I, I know uh, hubby has to work his day job. Uh.
0: Yes, today's my. Yesterday was my sleepy recovery day, followed by some stuff at night, and it is Sunday, so I'm off back to getting some things in order and doing like you know paperwork bills and other stuff to catch up on life
1: that yes because we gotta catch up on life there because i'll be doing the presentation soon i I, i'm as always waiting till the last minute to do my presentation stress out and then just bam here it is (laughs) but it's probably just when i crash It's just a refresher of what i really know that's the honest truth you know when you're kind of crash studying for exams And then you kind of nail it afterwards. Well, you
0: have all the information. You just put it into some type of structure and go with it.
1: Structure? Me? Ooh. Yeah, that's just it.
0: I'm a very planned person, (laughs) and you are not.
1: I'm a typical Latina. I'm on Mexican time (laughs) all the time.
0: Which makes our social life um, quite occasionally difficult. And entertaining. Difficult. So Challenging. I'm like, okay, so Monday's this, Tuesday's this, Wednesday's this, and I'll get a yes. And then as we get closer to Monday, it's, ooh, there's something else going on. Oh, does that mean we're going there, or are we continuing with our plan? I don't know, we'll see. Then something else comes up. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And then we end up going to all three and do it's I, I've learned to sit back and just say, you're the driver, baby, I just follow.
1: But, honey, don't you remember? I was quadruple booked the day I met you, so you should have known. And I gave you that disclaimer before we started dating. Your life will never... That
0: is true. The the night we met, (laughs) I was about to walk out the door, because I had been waiting there two or three hours...
1: It was only two hours.
0: ...to meet this mythical Angelique that I've tried to meet multiple times before. We had friends setting us up. And then eventually... Right before I walk out, she walks in and thinks I'm someone else. (laughs)
1: Because you look exactly like your bro at that time, okay?
0: So she thought I was this married guy named Joe, and it took us about 20 minutes to go, oh, no, that's not me. I'm John.
1: (laughs) Oh! And then it got kind of interesting because someone else was vying for my attention, And I got annoyed with him, and I kind of, like, shoved him to the side. But you were kind of, like, iffy with that guy. You thought I was actually going to go towards him.
0: I I, I did. It was a a little battle for your attention, but I won. It wasn't much of a battle.
1: (laughs) Well, because I was more interested in you than he was, than I was with him. It was just like, ugh. There is, like, yeah. Mm
0: Mm-hmm but things worked out seven years later we're together
1: and next month five years of marriage so yeah he Ooh. made he made me an honest woman scary but yes <laughs> well yeah he did because I, I was still conniving and weaseling some systems and he's like no no you can do this legit and i'm like really
0: yeah i brought i brought you to the light side and you pulled me into the dark side <laughs> it's been an interesting compromise
1: well, you always said you liked your black and white cookies from New York. <laughs> and That's that is true. That, <laughs> that,
0: that could be a study. That could be a study. Because in realizing my favorite pastries, there are two pastries I love.
1: Rainbow one, cookies.
0: One, yeah, one is a rainbow cookie, for anyone who knows what that is. And now that I'm thinking about it and I'm looking at the, uh, the pride flag, I'm going, ha, I see some resemblance here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love black and white cookies because they're two different flavors, both on the same cookie, and they're so good to together or separate. Sometimes I'd eat the white, sometimes I'd eat the black, and I'm like, uh uh-huh. Well, that 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 may be a, a study in linking um, dessert preferences and sexuality. <laughs> oh
1: God! Now, of course. Please contact us if you'd like to send John a care package of rainbow cookies from New York or black and white cookies from New York oh, they specifically. Don't ha- they don't
0: have to be from New York. We fa- we found Car- oh,
1: a Carlos Bakery Carlos's here. Carlos's
0: Bakery. They're in Vegas. We're going to be in Vegas in two weeks. Oh, I'm definitely getting my cookies. Oh,
1: honey, it's a week and a half. We're going to be away in Vegas. June 13th to the 18th. That's where you can find us in Vegas.
0: So, still so homeless. You're going to- we
1: haven't booked our hotels. I know. So bad. So bad. I have but- forgot to book our hotels. <laughs>
0: But if you do live in Vegas, we're going to be doing broadcasting out of our hotel as well as the lobby we're working on. And if you want to come out and hang out and see us and have a drink, come on and let us know where you are.
1: Yes, we'll be mobile, so we'll be on our phones and our mics, just due to the fact that we're homeless at the moment.
0: <laughs> oh, but we've expanded our uh, our equipment list.
1: Oh yes, our equipment list has expanded. Not only
0: well, we, we we've since the beginning we've had a studio in our home, and since we back up to the woods, the acoustics. Have been fantastic. I hope everyone's enjoyed that. But now we've gone to a, uh, a mobile get uh, setup, and we've even gotten wireless mics. So I need to go to Home Depot today and buy, like, the 400 battery pack of double A's so we never run out. And we will be on the streets of Vegas, probably asking people weird questions like, um, Can you tell us about your first orgasm? you got to ask those questions, because if <laughs> I ask those questions...
1: You get slapped. I
0: just get hit. right.
1: When right. you
0: ask those questions... And we need to get you a a hat that says living a sex-positive life so that they kind of (laughs) know. But we do have interviews lined up out there. Yes, we do. please come on out and say hi. We would absolutely love the attention. Love love a little feedback to let you know you guys are learning and love this podcast, we hope.
1: Or any suggestions, changes, anything to the podcast. Um, Yeah. That, that sounds good, but we like to thank our sponsors. Yeah, even though we're in bed, poits it is. We have sponsors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Doing the podcast Sunday morning, naked and in bed. I hope this records well, but right now PSM is setting in, and I'm thinking about some food. How about you?
1: Yes, yes, thinking definitely food. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: Okay, so here's a a follow-up to our morning activity. Um, While posting this, I decided to write up a title, being It's Sunday Morning, and After Coitus, we're sharing our thoughts on post-sex communication, behavior, and nutritional needs.
1: Which I thought they needed to be more, but with his doing a spell check, we found some interesting things.
0: So if you Google... That that title. The first one that comes up is Steamy Valley Girls' We Crash Here, which appears to be a lyrics of a song, which must must match this fairly closely. But as I started to go down, we start getting some really weird results.
1: Yeah. How did spiritual DC Edward Pitt come into that?
0: (laughs) And then we get an article on racist myths about African-American... Sexuality, no, sorry, uh, racial myths about African-American sexuality persists in AIDS prevention.
1: Which is an article dated back in 2008.
0: Followed by the 2017 Summer Camp Guide. Wow.
1: And That, I can't even, no. Or the Hidden Agenda Pedia Cases.
0: And my favorite so far to come up on the first page of Google <laughs> Do's and don'ts for sugar daddies. (laughs) You can't really make this stuff up.
1: Yeah, it's just, I almost want to screen share it and just make copies of this is what happens when Google goes wrong. (laughs) Yeah, issue six, shame, Guts Magazine Dublin.
0: We finally arrived, our sixth and final issue of Doves Magazine Will never share your data with third parties.
1: That's our um, promise. Ooh,
0: ooh. I would feel ashamed at its emptiness. But then my lack of shame postcoitus, she rises and leaves. Oh, I guess it's it's erotica.
1: Oh wow, postcoitus. <laughs> now we understand. So and this is what happened with Google. What they did was they took the words. And look for other articles with the keywords because I, I noticed it's the after, the we, the sexual behavior, post-coitus. Yeah. <laughs> videos are kind of interesting. So now, oh, God. So now we got to end this as fun
0: with Google. Now after Googling it, i clicked on the videos tab and we're led to CBS This Morning, February 6th, 2016, about... Ooh, not, not, not... Now i got to actually open this in a link and take a look. What are these news stories here? CBS This Morning. Somehow it comes up with mixed news and features, interviews, and notable politics, yada, yada, yada. And that's basically it. Google, you have failed me.
1: Yes, totally. How about images? Look at the images. Ooh, ooh, well, ooh. Let's
0: click on images. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> that's a whole different level altogether.
0: <laughs> no. These are good. Let's see. The first one that comes up is a little thing on why you need to be alone sometimes.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, wait. 25 best ideas about benefits of... Wait. Ooh,
0: ooh, view page.
1: View page.
0: Benefits of cuddling, cuddling. before bed. Cuddling.
1: Benef- benefits of cuddling. That's what it is. So.
0: Okay. Let's go back here because I don't want to do too much of this. But it seems to be a lot of spiritual uh, information, as well as some about muscle and strength. uh, Fitness. So, and now I have something of Kermit the Frog.
1: What? No, me, I'm going to win the week week and being healthy during the holidays. Inner me. Eat it all. Which we do. We do. We eat it all. Especially if you're like in a... uh Mexican household, and you have the old the old traditional uh holiday treats there. You can't go wrong there
0: It's like okay
1: <laughs> but uh, yes, the adventures of Google and trying to figure things out, oh, we had a couple more things that we wanted to add there, um like. I, I loving the ordering app at Panera on a Sunday. Just running in, getting your bagels and run out and not even dealing with anybody. You know, I, I know I sound like such a social butterfly, but when you just want to be antisocial, the online ordering app and pickup awesome idea for anywhere when you don't have to deal with anybody, especially the Sunday church group. We live in a sm- little small town. And of course, I had to put a bra on. I was not happy about it, but okay. It's just because we don't want the rest of the community talking about me being braless and and, and shaming my daughter. It's about us being braless. So, what kind of deal. Uh, what else? Oh, yes, yeah, spending time with the diva playing the uh, Cards Against Humanity last night. We forgot. You know, see, now that we're you know a little bit more functioning and talking, we 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 it, it's better. You could see the difference between postcoitus and breakfast we already had breakfast helps yes the psm yes the- oh that's what we were supposed to broadcast after psm How- so they could tell the difference
0: well i think i think they definitely can see the difference here we're, we're, we're much more coherent at this point
1: <laughs> oh very coherent yeah and whew, postcoitus difference uh of- what else you could think of?
0: I think for a Sunday morning, we've covered a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This, this is our post-masturbation uh, month covering. Yes, because we, we should have, but there was a lot of great articles I shared on uh, Facebook and Instagram. resharing sharing that they had some masturbation stories. Um, also masturbation videos but not not like demonstrating but talking about the importance and the health also June is adult sex ed month so we'll be doing a lot more adult sex education I, I guess we could because since we're going ASAC and
0: that's the time to do it
1: that's a good time to do it talk about that adventures in I don't know are we renaming luna's adventures i've always done luna girls adventures so i don't
0: know these are the adventures of living a sex positive life
1: true no judgment no shame
0: never any judgment never guilt it's all natural enjoy
1: yes and figuring out new ways new topics to talk about i don't know we got a lot either way and this yeah yeah yeah.
0: But that's for a later episode. That's
1: for a later episode. <laughs> I know. Hope you enjoy our antics here. You know, trying to do something spontaneous. Not just, you know, always interviews and conversations. Which are fantastic. We get to expose you to more. Um, if there's anything you like us to talk about or see, let us know.
0: Otherwise... Look for us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yay.
1: We don't have a specific Living and Sex Positive Life Instagram, but if you guys want one, just let us know and we'll, we'll create one for you. Just so you could have a more, you know, dedicated Instagram stories and versus food porn and tarot reading. Food so. porn. Food porn. Oh, yes. Come on. That sonic screwdriver drink last night. Okay. There's this geek place called Cloak and Blasters here in Orlando. They just finally got their liquor license. And if anyone knows anything about liquor license, that's a friggin' huge expense. And trying to maintain it, it's another one. And they started a whole new designer um, drinks there. A couple of the drinks they designed was a Sonic Screwdriver, a Bailey's Comet that we tried, and a couple other things. Yes,
0: yes. The drinks and the food were absolutely wonderful, as well as the memorabilia from my personal favorite, Will Wheaton.
1: A <laughs> lot of Doctor Who stuff, a lot. Oh, the Lord of the Rings mural. That was impressive. M-
0: murals. They murals. have murals from, uh, what is it, Mass Effect on the wall. And I mean 30-foot-wide, 10-feet-tall murals, Lord of the Rings, Mass Effect, Halo, um Great, great place to hang out and drink and play video games,
1: or just board games. There, they had all kinds of board games. Like, you know, like I said, we were playing Cards Against Humanity, and, and I didn't think there was enough raunchy cards. It could have been better, really. I mean, we've played some really bad ones.
0: <laughs> we'll work on that.
1: Oh yes, we will work to corrupt the young. We always like to do that. <laughs> Anything else you could think of, Honey Bunny?
0: I think we're good to our next big broadcast.
1: Yes, next big broadcast probably will be Vegas. This week we're trying to figure out what we're doing because we, as I am notorious for doing double booking, triple booking. So we'll be good.
0: All right. See you later.
1: See ya. Bye.